Journey to Organization, Episode 58, Cleaning Hacks. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagon Beyond Personal Organization. And today I want to talk about some cleaning hacks, tips and tricks to get some of the small things done just a little bit better. Now, this isn't strictly organization related. It's a little more on the zero waste side of things today, but it is a question that I get a lot. And in a way, it does have to do with organization, organizing your time a little bit better. So uh, it actually has a lot to do with organization. So uh, I hope that you enjoy talking about some cleaning solutions today, uh, my thoughts about things, and I hope that you gain something from hearing about uh, laundry and cleaning. So I actually want to start with laundry. Uh, Laundry is a big problem for almost all of my clients. I see it talked about all over in all sorts of different types of groups, not just my group. And people ask me questions all the time about laundry. So there's a few things about laundry that I think can really help uh, a lot of you today, and I hope that it does. So for me, I think that having less clothes means doing laundry more frequently, but it makes doing the laundry easier to put away or the clean laundry easier to put away because you don't have to try so hard to make everything fit into the closets and the drawers. It's a lot easier even if it isn't folded perfectly for it to look neat when there's less stuff in the closets. And when the drawers aren't overstuffed and you can easily open and close them, it's just you know, easy to put things away. And for me personally, most of my stuff is hanging. As soon as it comes out of the washing machine, I just put it on a hanger and put it on the drying rack. And it takes five minutes to do that. And when it's dry, I just hang it up in my closet. And I take like, you know, maybe three minutes to sort it into the right category that it goes into in my closet. And it's really much faster than sitting there and folding all the laundry. But The thing is, is that, first of all, it's better for the clothes when you line dry them, that's for sure, because it takes less wear and tear on the clothing. But when I am doing the laundry, there are some tips I like to employ. Now, I do the laundry uh, as a family. So what I mean by that is that I really wash everyone's stuff together, and then we sort it all out at the end by person. But... Personally, some trick that I I like to do before I start even doing the laundry is sort a little bit before I do the laundry. So I don't really bother separating darks and lights because most clothing, clothing today is color safe, but I do like to sort by fabric weight. So that means towels together, sheets together. Uh, my boys love to wear dry fit clothing. It's a type of fabric. It's like that they put on shorts and t-shirts. So if they've worn the dry fit stuff during the week, I wash that separately from like anybody's cotton shirts because they soak up water at a different rate. And so something that's dry fit is going to wick away. It's meant to wick away all the moisture in, you know, from when you sweat. So when it's in the washing machine, it's definitely going to absorb more water. Towels are going to absorb more water. So if they're in there with a cotton shirt, they're, the cotton shirt's not going to get as much attention as if all the shirts were cotton and the water could equally distribute amongst, you know, all the clothing. So 
it's important to think about the weights of the items when you're doing the laundry because it actually helps distribute the detergent and the water on a more even basis. Um, it's more you just you get a better you get a better clean and and the soap washes out better I think when the water is more evenly distributed. So another thing that I like to do is to turn the spin cycle on high. Um, I do this when I don't have any delicates in the laundry. Uh, for sure I do it for towels, for sure I do it for sheets because it cuts down drying time. Uh, you end up wasting so much less energy when you turn the spin cycle on a little bit higher. Um, you could do it, I usually do it around 800 revolutions per minute it's pretty good. It wicks away a lot of the moisture and it cuts down the drying time in the dryer a lot, especially for towels. Um, I personally don't like towels, socks, underwear, that kind of thing, line dried. I They come out, you know, kind of crunchy. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> um, maybe, no, it's the snob in me. So for those kind of things, I do use the dryer. Also, socks and underwear, I find they take very little time in the dryer. Uh, towels take a little bit longer, but I find that on the line, especially kind of in the wintertime, they take too long to dry and they sort of get a yucky smell. So that I definitely do. But I usually hang out my tablecloths. A lot of times I even hang my sheets because it actually, the weight from the fabric, especially if I've done the fast spin cycle, the weight from the fabric sort of helps release some of the wrinkles. And most of them are very like lightweight and thin, either they, they're polyester or they're cotton. Um, and they just they dry really, really quickly. And so I, you know, I don't find that putting them in the washing machine is very helpful. And, you know, I could just leave it out and fold it at the end of the day. And it's really fine. It cuts down on the energy usage. And I think it actually makes the finished product in a way better because it's less, it's less wrinkled. Um, I don't always get the laundry done this way where things are in batches. Oftentimes towels do get mixed in, you know, a small hand towel gets mixed in with lots of other clothes and the dry fit is with the cotton and like we just need to get the laundry done. Sometimes that happens, you know, especially after it's been a yom tov or something like that where we're a little backlogged on laundry. That definitely does happen. So don't beat yourself up if it does happen. Just be aware that this is sort of the optimal way to uh, do your laundry. Now, some of my listeners definitely like to do laundry by person. So each person in the household has their own hamper. They all do a load of laundry once a week. And, you know, that helps them cut down on the sorting. Each person's responsible for their own laundry. And that's great. If, you know, you want to do that in your house, that's fine too. I find that my kids don't necessarily, because we have fewer clothes, we really do need to wash uh, together. Uh, it's better to wash together. Um, I find that we can keep even less clothes when we're washing more frequently, which is easier for my kids. It ensures that everything is getting worn out and used up, which I like. Um, but a lot of people also like to do their washes by categories. So they wash everybody's shirts, like the whole household shirts, and then they wash everybody's pants and they, um, they sort it beforehand. So like they have one day of laundry where they're just doing shirts and one day where they're just doing pants, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that if that works for you, that's great because, you know, it's something that works for you. But for me, 
Um, I don't think that that actually saves money on water and electricity. And I feel like the fabric separation is is sort of the best way to go. But again, this is all about what works for you. I could sit here and tell you my solutions for days, but <laughs> if they don't work for you, then they don't work for you. So just see what, you know, I'm saying to you and figure out how you can apply it to yourself, make it work for you. And that's great. I'm happy if you could do that. Um, so a lot of people ask me, um, oh, so I want to say this, that a lot of my listeners have laundry areas that are fairly large. So what they've done is they've put in um, a shelving unit, a bookshelf with a laundry basket in each uh, slot. And what they do is they have one laundry basket for each person. And mom, she just sorts the laundry into the correct basket. And each person in the household is responsible for putting it away by a certain time. And they have to fold it and put it away and bring the laundry basket back. If that works for people, that's great. I personally don't have the space for a setup like that. Um, and I actually think that my kids would probably, um, <laughs> my kids would probably just leave it there and leave all their clothes like bunched up in the basket and never fold it and put it away. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving them enough credit. Maybe they would. Um, when I... At the, when I do do the laundry like together, even if I'm separating by fabrics, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll do a few loads all at once. And then at the end of the day, I'll sit down and together with my family, we'll just all take whatever's ours and then fold whatever's ours. That works really well. It's an, It only takes about 10 minutes when we do it that way. And it's 10 minutes for us to talk. And even though my kids are complaining the whole time, mommy, I'm not good at folding. I'm not good at folding. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a nice experience that we have sometimes. Um, anyways, a lot of people like to know the products that I use. So here in Israel, I use a brand called Ecover. Ecover, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, I hate scents. I can't stand them. They're so strong. It just, ooh, it's like feels, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. And, and in Israel, a lot of the detergents, more so than in the United States, have a very, very strong scent. And so this is the only brand I could find that actually worked well, plus uh, didn't have a very strong scent. So I really, I like this brand, Echover. Um, I'll definitely put it in the show notes. Um, and it, it, it's, it's just, you know, it's a good, it's a good and it works really well. Uh, and it's a biodegradable solution. And in the U.S., um, I used a brand called Drops. They come wrapped in a biodegradable plastic that dissolves in water. And the nice thing is that it's just, it's liquid and it's already measured out in each drop. You just put the drop in the drum and, you know, run your cycle as normal. It's really, it, it was so easy. I really like Drops. For fabric softener, I, again, I hate the smells of things. So I use vinegar. The smell vanishes. You can't even tell that you use vinegar. It keeps the hard water from building up in the machine. In Israel, there's a lot of hard water. Um, it keeps it keeps water from building up in the machine. Um, some people say it isn't good for the machine, but honestly, I haven't seen any issues and I've been using it for years already. Even I used it in the US too. Um, it's more, it's a more eco-friendly option. Um, you can often buy vinegar in bulk and in glass jars, which obviously makes it more zero waste. Um, from what 
I understand a lot of people ask me about making your own detergents. And from what I can gauge, it actually is harmful for the machine. Um, and powders in general are har harmful for the machine. So if you do use a powder, consider using a little bit less. I think a lot of us actually use more detergent than we really need to use. So um, don't think that more is better. I think that more actually is harder for the clothes to get washed out, especially if you live in a hard water area. So less soap is actually a little bit better. The machine, it's working hard for you. So you don't have to overrun it with soap. Um, to keep laundry fresher in between laundering, uh, like maybe for a sweater or a skirt, if I didn't do anything, you know, particularly uh, crazy that day, then I just spray it with a little bit of linen spray. I like the Caldrea Rosewater scent. Um, it just cuts down on needing to do washing all the time. It just makes things a little more fresh. I really like it. You could also make your own, um... Usually you soak some sort of scent in like uh, a vodka or a rubbing alcohol and then you just mix it in a little bit with water. I'm not sure about the direct uh, relationship, but you could for sure Google it. Um, okay, so a lot of people have called me asking about maintenance on the machines. So because I use vinegar, I find that my machine doesn't really smell so much. Uh, I have a front-loading machine. Every few weeks, I clean out the rubber seal because it does get yucky, uh, and soap gets clogged in there, and it gets wet, and it needs to be just dried out. It, get, it does get moldy. Um, I also clean the soap area, the soap dispenser part where you insert the soap, uh, because it gets gross, too. <laughs> it gets crusty. Uh, the the fabric... Uh, the rinse aid, the fabric uh, softener section doesn't because that's vinegar. And it, the vinegar helps keep the other areas clean too. But um, for the most part, if it's really smelly, I'll just put a whole bottle of vinegar in, you know, like 16 ounces or 20 ounces of vinegar into the machine and run like a, a short eco cycle just to help if it smelled like if I wash something that was really disgusting. Um, a lot of people use lemon salts, um, and that seems to help get, if the washer hasn't been used in a while, sometimes it can smell also. The key really to keeping the washer smelling fresh and not getting moldy is to leave the front door open because it allows the seal to air out and, you know, not get moldy. It's different in the top loaders. The top loaders have less issues with mold, but you could still use lemon salt or vinegar to clean them out if they get funky. So uh, that's all I have to say about laundry. <laughs> Let's switch gears for a minute and talk about dishes. Now, you know, I am not in favor of chad pami, of single-use disposables. I especially hate when kids take a cup and a half and have a half a cup of water and then pour the rest out, you know, a, a plastic cup, and then they chuck out the cup, right? And then an hour later, they're thirsty again, and they take a new cup. <laughs> oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. So summer's coming. Everybody's going to be drinking a lot more water. Get a tray, put it on your counter, put everybody's cup on the counter, put a bottle of water there so that everybody, you know, put your pitchers of water there. This way, everybody's stuff, it's all corralled in one space. Um, it's all in one area. And there's a few solutions you can do so that everybody's not using 25 cups in one day. Now, you can assign everybody a color and either get them their own color cup or you can get a rubber band in that color. 
Or you can just get plain rubber bands and write their names on them. And you can leave the rubber bands on while you're washing the cups. It's fine. And write everybody's name on the band itself. Or this is what I do is I have a water soluble crayon that I write on all my glass jars and everything in my kitchen. And I just write everybody's name on the glass. And this is actually helpful. Um, I actually did this at my Pesach Seder. And I wrote everybody's name on the wine glass and on the drinking glass. And it was really helpful because then everybody knew where they were supposed to sit. (laughs) So it serves sort of like as a uh, name card. And also because it's kind of tight on the table, you know, we had the folding tables out, which aren't that wide. People tend to get their glasses mixed up. So there was no asking, hey, is this my glass? Is this my glass? Everybody knew whose glass it was. And that was really helpful, too. So when you do that, you just need to wash one time at the end of the day. Just wash them, leave them out on the tray, fresh for everybody to use the next day. Now, when you're washing dishes, it's a good idea to make the soap work a little bit harder for you and save some water. So what I like to do when I'm doing the dishes is I soap everything up and then I rinse it with low water pressure after everything's all soapy. And this saves water because it, you know, you're using the water at a low pressure and it's not running while you're soaping, so you're just getting the soap off. But it also keeps the water from like getting all over the place because when it's on full pressure, it tends to splash all over and you know, you get soaked. I also find that it makes things get more clean because the soap has had a few minutes to actually sit on the the forks and or the knives or the plates or whatever and absorb into the grease and like cut the grease a little bit. And so I actually find that when I am ready to rinse, I don't have to scrub again probably 85% of the time because the soap's already had a few minutes to work and everything rinses really clean and nice. Um, So again, I use the Ecover brand of soap. Here in Israel, it has a scent. I haven't, they don't have an unscented dish soap. I don't mind it so much on my dishes. I mind it more on my on my clothing. Um, in the U.S., I used a soap called BioClean. It was B-I-O-K-L-E-A-N. Um, it, it also had a smell, but it wasn't very strong, and I found that it was a really, really effective cleaner. Um, now, you all know that I'm a big proponent of dishwashers. I love them. Um, in the dishwasher, every few weeks, I use about two cups and I run a load empty with a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of vinegar and a little bit of lemon salt in the dishwasher to keep it from getting funky smelling. Dishwashers tend to get more funky smelling than washing machines. Um, and it actually makes the the dishes like cloudy. Um, and it also makes, um, it makes the dishes cloudy, but it also makes them have like a crazy yucky smell. I don't, I don't like it. I'm really sensitive to smells. So um, I just, I run it. It also helps keep the scale off. Uh, I just, you know, dump a few cups in the bottom, put a little lemon salt in it and run it on the shortest cycle. It really, it really works. Um, so I, again, I use the Ecover tablets in my dishwasher. They come in a plastic bag, which drives me nuts, but because it's a, it's sort of a tablet, a powder tablet, a pressed powder tablet, if it is not in a plastic, if it gets wet, it's going to be a giant mess. <laughs> so, um, you know, we do we do use that, uh, and I try to 
put the plastics in the orange recycling bins that we have here in Israel. Many of you could put the bags if you live in the U.S. in like the plastic bag recyclings. If you just took a small, if you have a collection of bag of bags that you take to the recycling, you can put them in there. Um, most like Targets and Best Buys have a have a place for that. Um, in the U.S., I always used a what did we use? Hmm. <laughs> um, we used, goodness, I can't even remember what we used. Um, I have to look it up and get back to you. Think about it a little bit. We, we really, um, yeah, goodness, I don't remember what we used. Probably Cascade at the time. I don't think we were at the stage where we were really, you know, uh, that we weren't as as eco-friendly as we are now five years ago. But here's the thing. What I find is that um, I find that the, the powders on the dishwasher are actually a little bit better than the liquids. And I find that you have a little more control over the powders with the soap. So I actually like the powders better. Um, again, making your own dishwashing detergent. I heard it's not so good here either. So I would stick to the to the brands you can get. Um so what about cleaning counters? <laughs> a lot of people ask me about cleaning wipes. So cleaning wipes. Cleaning wipes, I have to tell you a secret. I love Clorox wipes. I really love them. It's really a tircha tragedy for me to not use Clorox wipes. They are so easy. And in fact, I just read a article about how in Britain, the National Health Service is the largest... A user of these disposable wipes because it makes nurses' lives so much better because especially if they're short-staffed, it makes cleaning faster, but cleaning wipes are really, really bad for the environment. Now, it totally makes sense. It makes sense to use them in a hospital for speed because it kills germs more quickly. It makes the st- it's easier for the staff to use, um, but it really is a big problem and it can really, it's, you know, it's also disposable. It's Chad Pami. Now, even though I love them, I think it's a great, great invention. It, it is hard for me to not use them. I do miss them. It's a little bit easier because I live in Israel and they're not so readily available here. Although people do use baby wipes as cleaning wipes, um, as if they were the Clorox wipes ones. And that's, you know, so I guess it's the same thing. Baby wipes are huge here. In fact, in every single restaurant after every, almost every single restaurant after a meal, they hand you an individually wrapped like wet wipe to clean yourself. And I'm always like, no, no, I don't, I don't need that. Uh, it's along with my straw, you know, uh, crusade to not use straws. <laughs> it drives my kids nuts that we don't use straws, by the way. But that's another episode. But but I, I do love them. And I, it's hard for me. But it's actually not so hard, like using a rag and uh, or a sponge and some cleaning spray. Now we've sh- spoken about that I use the Shackley's and that I also use uh, the lemon peel mixture I told you about where I soak lemon peels in vinegar for a few weeks and then I add a 50-50 mix of the water and the lemon vinegar in a spray bottle and that it works really well. Um, Like I said, I totally get it. It's fast and easy to use some Clorox wipes. You just wipe down the counter and voila! (laughs) Supposedly no germs and it looks clean and it looks sparkly and it smells 
like bleach so you feel like it's more clean and I get it. I totally get it. it you want to use it. But they are bad for the environment and they're just they're not good for, you know, your wallet if you think about it because, you know, you use it once and throw it away. That's for sure. You can't reuse them. Um, so, yeah. I don't, I don't use them. I find that the rag and the water and the spray work fine. At the end of the week, I have a bin in the kitchen where I just put the rags. At the end of the week, we just wash the rags. It's not a big deal. Um, it's one extra load. Um, you could even hang them to dry because you don't, you know, who cares if they're crunchy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's all I have to say today. Um, I hope that uh, you found this to be a useful episode and that you got some great tricks and tips from it. Um, Of course, I love hearing all your questions and you can send me an email at Rebecca at RebeccaSaltzman.com. Please spell my name correctly or it won't get to me. That's R-E-B-E-K-A-H and Saltzman is spelled S-A-L-T-Z-M-A-N. Ladies, get ready because I'm going to be in the U.S. soon, and so I will be uh, available for speaking and um, for private consultation. So if you would like to book some time with me, I would love that. You can leave me a voicemail or send me an email. So I want to thank you all for listening today, and remember your mantras. I like to use either Hashem Keeps Me Organized, or mostly I use Hashem's taking care of things for me, but I want to know what mantra works for you. So feel free to let me know. I am wishing you all an organized week. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit RebeccaSaltzman.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.